Hello and welcome. I am your host, the best podcast host in the universe, Steve Cully, and with me a returning guest, Jamie Perillo. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. That's you, like the first time out of five that I got it right. You got it right correct? this time. Yeah, and that's without any preparation. <laughs> so I give myself a gold star at the uh, at the Syracuse uh, Syracuse. <laughs> See, you know, you jinxed me there. The Saratoga History Museum, which I still can't believe I'm back at. I'm on site, and I can feel, feel the chills running through me. Um, Jamie, the last episode we did, we actually had some interference during the interview, which uh, we, re- we were able to highlight and play over the air, which uh, I, we think Charlie brought along with him <laughs> with some of the ghosts that came. And uh, that's one of the things I wanted to, to start with because um, I couldn't find a parking spot and it's nonstop outside. The, the ghost tour is going on right now. Uh, w- what's happening with that? When did they start? Um, do they go all year long? And is there, ha- have you just seen a surge in popularity this year, would you say? Um, I don't know if I'd say it's a surge yet, Steve, but so, I mean, I literally just finished doing a tour half an hour before um, we sat down here and it was, it was well attended, but we just, I'm just seeing, um, more and more people are interested in it because not only do you learn about the ghosts, but you learn about the history of the building in the Canfield Casino. Um, we do them year round. So we, um, but during the summer, we're every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 a.m. And then we, when we get to October, that's when we do our major tours, um, right around Halloween. And those are special evening tours that we call our signature ghost tours. Now, if I recall, wasn't there a haunted hayride? Was there a hayride involved last Um, year? No, no, we don't do that. That was another organization doing that. Okay. So I'm promoting another organization. No, no, it's fine. Fine. Um, so the ghost tours, the people that are attending, would you say they're primarily locals, like you know, people who have families, kids who have been in school, um, or would you say they've been more people that are coming from out of town? Um, right now, we're getting a lot of out of town folks that are coming in, and they're just visiting Saratoga for a few days, and yeah. they look on a couple of websites, try to find things to do, and we're one of the things you know that pop right up. Um, and then absolutely during the falls, it's pri- fall, it's primarily local families, capital district, not just um, not just their. Um, they can't feel or not just Saratoga Springs, but from all over. That's in, that's in, that's incredible, because you know, I go visit a place. Yeah, yeah, go 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 do your job. To um, find the original vein of water, so we drilled. We got down to 454 feet. Um, and for a couple of days, it actually came out as mineralized water. It was not carbonated, though. But uh, um, as it flowed, it eventually, there must have been another aquifer that it was mixed with, yeah. and it went to almost a pure water. Why was it thought of as mineral water being healing? Why was it thought of you know, by doctors as being prescribed to treat a number of ailments? What was, you know about the minerals that was so thought of and that people were flocking to to ingest because they thought it was going to help whatever problems they were having or help them mm-hmm. to live longer. Well, is the first um, 
Well, it's actually, let me go back. It starts with Native Americans, um, and it had been known to um, different um, tribes, the Mohicans, um, Abenaki, and the Mohawk, that the mineral springs were known as medicine springs, and they actually had healing powers, is what they thought right. uh, and felt. And it was when they introduced Sir William Johnson, um, the Mohawks introduced Sir William Johnson to the springs in the 1770s. That's what brought Europeans um, here. So the first um, wow. real analysis of the spring water was done in um, 1817 by Dr. John Steele. And Steele actually analyzed a number of the springs and broke out all the mineral contents. That in, and from there, you know, physicians got their hands on those. And there were many treatises on the water written following that. And that way, if a, if a physician knew that, okay, you have a skin ailment, and yeah. um, you, maybe you need something that, this, uh, that Red Spring has, they would tell you to go drink that and so forth. So that um, coming for the medicinal reasons was what started to drive our economy and drive the t tourism to Saratoga. It's today, if we don't feel well, we can take a multivitamin right. or, or, if we want, or if we're lacking a, a mineral. In the 19th century, you drink the spring water. You drink the spring water. Now, does, um, I wanted to ask you, I forgot before, when did you start this partnership with the Saratoga, I believe you said, the Visitor Center? Yep, Visitor Center, which is run by Discover Saratoga, and we just started that this year. You just started that yep. this year? Yeah, actually, we started the tours uh, the beginning of July, and they're, going, they're very popular. They're very popular. Mm -hmm. and, and have you worked with Discover Saratoga before? Oh, yeah, yep. We're a member you, of Discover, member. and yeah, we've done, um, in the fall last year, we did um, ghost tours on, the, on with combined trolley tours with them. Um, yeah, and we, and they're the best, are one of our best partners for promotion in the city of Saratoga Springs. Now, I, I was unavailable, and I, I, I never got to find out um, who ended up killing Ms. Saratoga during the, the murder at the <laughs> Canfield Casino. Welp, in the play, it was Richard Canfield. It was Richard it Canfield. It was Richard Canfield, hands down. Okay. Yep. Did, did, did that end up shocking the audience? Um, I, from what I saw, I think about a half the audience got it. The other half was kind of surprised. They were kind of surprised. Yeah. <laughs> they were expecting <laughs> yep. it. Um, so the ghost tours, mm -hmm. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yep. you take walk-ups. Correct. Yep. yep. You can buy tickets ahead online um, at our website, SaratogaHistory.org, or you can just walk in too. We don't turn anybody away. And how long does a typical ghost tour take? We go about an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. We sometimes go an hour and a half. I mean, if, if we have a group and folks are really into it, whether they're into ghosts or they're even into history, the more questions they ask, the more we want to talk and, and educate. Right. And I know once the school year starts, you'll go to schools or schools will come here mm -hmm. and presentations are made. Um, the history of Saratoga goes back all the way to the Revolutionary War, correct? Correct. Even earlier, I mean, because I, to me, I consider the Native Americans part of Saratoga Springs history. Like the French and Indian War? Yeah, in all thousands of years. I mean, they're, they had been here um, for some for five, six, seven, eight thousand years prior to... Um, any uh, modern history, you know. So initially, it was the Native Americans. Yeah, yep. and that's our our major exhibit that we put together for this year. It's right. called the First Saratogians. And then from there, it went to the English when the English came and colonized. Yeah, uh, essentially. I mean, essentially. The, yeah, the first the first settlers here were in in, in Saratoga. Um, the vil what is the village of Saratoga Springs? Oh, they were English. And then the misconception yep. is the Battle of Saratoga was not actually right. in Saratoga. Right. It was fought in Stillwater, and then the surrender was in Schuylerville, which in that time was Saratoga. What was the largest attendance or the the largest population size that Saratoga got to? Um, 
from the time the country started until now, if you would know? Now. Now. It is, it <laughs> yeah. is oh, now. Oh, definitely now. People are moving yeah, here now. I think we're somewhere, and I can't give you an exact number, but we're right around 29,000, something in, some along those lines, and within the city of Saratoga Springs. And it's it's grown significantly, like, over the last five, ten years, would yeah. you say? Yeah, I know. When I started working here 23, 24 years ago i oh, think we, we lie on the podcast <laughs> you worked here 15 years ago yeah and i think it was um i got i think we were about like 25 or 26 thousand then so it is growing what do you think is the main draw to people to come to saratoga because you know for me i had been here maybe once or twice and then moving here for the job that i had um i was coming up regularly and initially i didn't like it because it was during track season mm -hmm. and there was nowhere to park and it's hot out and I'm getting sweaty. And the off season, I absolutely loved it. I loved coming mm -hmm. here. Um, I don't know what it is, but I love coming here and you know, I'm up here probably two, maybe three times a week. What do you think is the draw for people to come here to visit? And then I'll segue into coming to move to live here permanently. Um, what I hear a lot from our visitors is that they come and they, they always say, well, I had no idea how beautiful Saratoga Springs was uh, or how much there is to do and how and just how um, much of a welcoming community that it really is. So our visitors um, who continually come, especially those that will come off in or off season, but off season like you, they like when it's a little bit quieter, yeah. it's just a, a very peaceful um, community arts related with, you know, a great downtown and, and plenty of things to do easily for folks living here. Um, the move here, um, an old um, line, God, I don't know if we really use it a lot now, but it, we used to say Saratoga, the city in the country. So you have everything, um, like you have all you, oh, have wow. chain, you have your chain stores you have your your um locally owned stores mom and pop stores um you have a, a beautiful downtown park in the middle of the city which i mean not many yeah. not many communities have a, a park like this you have the state park right next to us a national historical park for saratoga battlefield 10 miles away so there's just so much to do right here in the area and if you want to go to new york city um to, for a weekend or if you work there you hop a train you can go down and it's or even drive down it's not that far it's it's yeah, it's, it's a real accessible location it's really really centralized yeah. and i know charlie isn't here with with with, with us i miss charlie charlie always tells me crazy things then mm -hmm. i always learn something from him but uh where we're sitting right now what primarily was this room used for and what it, what do you you do with it now as far as with the tour okay well we the room we're in right now is the gambling parlor of the campfield oh, casino that's it. Okay. so this is where all the money would have changed hands yes um and we're in a room that's furnished pretty much the way it would have looked in the yes. 19th century you just would have had more gambling tables yes so when we do a tour of this room we tell you all about the history of it the interior design the furniture try, try to tell you some neat stories that went along with it and if we when and for ghost tours this really we don't use this room a lot because it do, now from our experiences ghosty wise things don't really happen down things there. don't really that's really in the upstairs that's upstairs thankfully i can't go up there right now um and i i recall you mentioning the canfield guy mm -hmm. wasn't the best guy in the world is that correct well it was more morrissey was the, or his, yeah, his wife was trouble or it was it was morrissey yeah okay. it was morrissey because morrissey started the building or and opened it in um 1870 but he had come up um, you know, he had a rough life. He was a, yeah. a, a young kid who was an Irish immigrant, ended up in New York City, 
And when he was there, he was the head of the gang called the Dead Rabbits, which were a number of Irish immigrants that were doing some work for Boss Tweed and Tammany Hall. The Dead Rabbits. The Dead Rabbit Gang. That's a scary name. Yeah. And um, from there, and you also said he passed, and then his wife had some struggles as well, yeah, correct? Yeah, yep. when, when he had passed, Morrissey had lost a fair amount of his money. Um, Julia didn't have a lot um, right. then. And he and his wife, they, they um, were not from old money. Right. And they were immigrants, and they were always looked, or she, he was an immigrant, but she was always looked down upon because of that. Her father was a steamboat captain. wasn't exactly a, a glorious job in the eyes of no. the robber barons. So she was never truly accepted, didn't have a, a lot of cash, and, and eventually all the uh, properties were sold to Albert Spencer and Charles Reed. And those two just kind of ran this place into the ground until they brought Richard Canfield in to bring it up. So Canfield, would you say he was a visionary with... with some of the things that he thought of yeah. in building the he city back up. Well, he tr Canfield's Canfield came at a time of transition. Yeah, um, it was the 1890s. The city um, tourism and visit visitation that was the end of the golden golden age of Saratoga Springs, um, or the Gilded Age of America. Right. And was um, that before the Industrial Rev Revolution? It's after. It was after. Yeah. Okay. So as the um, as the city um, was changing, Canfield wasn't. Um, he um, was a little more brazen. He yeah. called this Canfield's Casino. Correct. Um, he added, so he had a, he had a lot of pressure from um, folks from that were opposed to gambling to close down. So he tried to add the dining room to our building, which is a beautiful addition. Um, all that and also created some parkland, like behind the building you see spit and spat in the Italian gardens. That's all Canfield addition in in the idea that he's going to buy the favor of the locals and say, hey, come look what I did. So he tried. He tried, but it wasn't enough to, to keep the keep the place open. Now, I, I, our, all our families, or most of them were immigrants. Mm -hmm. Were there a lot of them that came from Ellis Island that did make their way up north to Saratoga? Oh, you would have seen many, many, many. Because, because there were a lot of jobs here. There were. Yeah. Um, initially, uh, the for example, the west side of Saratoga, there's the neighborhood over there is called Dublin. And through oh, wow. the 1830s and 40s, they were primarily Irish families. Um, in the 1860s to 80s, it was an influx of Italian families that came in. Um, so Dublin, although they would still call Dublin today, that was a lot of Italians and also African Americans that were living there. Um, what were the jobs primarily available during those three different time periods, um, you would say? Working in the spring water industry, uh, the railroad, and the hotels. So the, the spring water industry is really what kind of carried like you said the economy yeah, of saratoga absolutely did how big is it currently today um as for the actual industry we only have one company that bottles the water that bottles and the it, water and we have um the bathhouse down at the state park right so it's not like it was in the 19th century where there were numerous bathhouses right um, all over the city right many mineral springs like five or six bottling companies and also the carbonic gas companies right right um and the one company that is, is still around that is successful, you would say? Oh yeah, yeah. You can still you see you see Saratoga, the blue bottles water. Um, you go down to New York City, go to a yeah. restaurant. It's it's an option for your table. If you have a choice to drink regular water or the Saratoga mineral water, what are you drinking? Um, so are you? Well, it depends which water you're talking about. Like the one you buy in the store or the. The one, the one you buy in the oh, store. Oh yeah, I drink the Saratoga. I like yeah. this because I love the sparkling water. You love the sparkling oh, yeah. water. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a difference between seltzer, sparkling water, and mineral water. Yeah, Is the that mineral. What you would say? Yeah, because the mineral waters are truly mineralized. 
Um, so it's the mineral waters right out of the spring straight into a bottle. And they haven't been bottled like that in a number of years. Oh, okay. I got you. Now, once school gets back in the session, that's about a month from now, mm -hmm. um, you regularly, you'll go to the schools yep. and you'll also have field trips that come here. Yep, we have um, in this, so in the fall, actually we just hired um, an educator who is, um, her job is to put together our outreach, prog out or outreach programs right. for this coming fall. So we'll be offering that, um, a, spe a special set of programming on Native American history to go along with our exhibition and also um, exhibits, uh, um, programs about daily life in Saratoga Springs, similar to what we do with the fourth graders when we bring them in here on, when we actually do on-site visits during the spring. What would you say that the common misconception is with Native American history? Because it's not often talked about and it, you know, I remember going through school mm -hmm. and not learning much more about it besides the French and Indian War. Mm -hmm. What would you say the common misconception is with Native Americans and Native American history? Um, I don't know if there's, I don't know if I see misconceptions or under misunderstandings but the native um and i would do and i say working on that the exhibition um taught me a lot because i lot. thought i knew a lot about native american yeah. history until i started working with native americans and i didn't <laughs> so no. and thank god i had i had some really really fantastic um mentors um like the ruchak family from indakina and greenfield and really taught us taught me that you know we, we would say that today people say well the indians were here and the indians are gone now because we came and pushed them out it's not not true um there are, are there, a there good are many amount native of, yeah, yeah many native americans that still live in the area um actually after after the um uh, the american revolution and into the early 19th century um many of the abenaki who were here um just kind of went to some of the um had small settlements outside of saratoga springs or small villages everybody um dressed like any other American they um, had jobs like anybody else but all but they um, tried to maintain their heritage even if they kept it close and they had to keep it close because of um, there was uh, racism and you yes. know, and uh, any other um, bias against them um, one of the things I, I did want to ask I just by talking to friends and friends who have kids New York State history, especially in, you know, junior high, high school, you know, elementary school is what it is, isn't really focused on as, and taught as much, at least in the, in the areas, you know, that I've talked to, Albany, mm -hmm. Schenectady, Syracuse, Utica. Why do you think that New York State history is either glossed over or there isn't a class offered for New York State history? Um, probably just, uh, my guess would be curriculum. They yeah. just don't have the, there's, the budget. There's, there's, not only the budget, but there is so, there's so much in the curriculum that teachers have to teach. Yeah. And if they have to cut something, they cut here and there to make sure they can get everything in. Um, I think I remember when I went, when I was in junior high, and this is going back to the dinosaurs, uh, I think seventh grade was New York State history, and I think it still is, but I don't. I know it's not to the not to the degree that we had it. Because um, that was surprising for me that they, you know, it's it's not even like in high school especially. There's a lot of electives yeah. that are offered, and something like New York State history would be really cool to learn because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know it or a lot of people don't understand it, and something like this. The Saratoga History Museum. I mean, it, it's great to see the level of traffic 
and the attraction that, that it's brought in. And I would also say it's because of the people. I mean, you have such an incredible staff that works here. And, uh, you know, you lead the charge. You set the example. Um, you are the leader. Um, what would you say has made you a great leader? What would you say has taught you and helped you develop leadership qualities that your staff has followed? Because um, I always well, think you, learned, you, you treat people well. Yeah. I, that's Actually, that's the key. You treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Um, and also, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. Correct. So if, you know, if we have don't have a staff that all works together as a family and volunteers that consider themselves part of the, part of the family, we don't succeed. Right. And we've had times through the years when it was it was a bumpy road, but you no know, overall, I mean it's just a matter of and I of being willing to work together and I won't ask anybody on staff to do something that I wouldn't do. Right. Right. And I mean, yeah. it, it, it's tough being a nonprofit mm -hmm. organization. This is your peak time. Everything has been going well. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more. The ghost tours, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all year long. What do you have upcoming in the fall? Um, well, we've got our lecture series. Um, let's see, t tomorrow night, well, actually, this problem. We yeah, we well, can put okay, this up. Well, tomorrow night we have one a lecture on the history of Greenridge Cemetery, which is one of the main cemeteries in oh, town. Oh, wow. We're going to have a couple walking tours of the cemetery coming up in the fall also. That's not at night, though, right? No, they'll be day. Okay. Yeah, that'll, that'll be night. Saturday daytime. Um, let's I, see. Get, I, get, I get scared at night. Oh. I wouldn't go here at night. <laughs> and, of course, um, ghost tours in October. We'll have an annual, our annual meeting where we haven't booked our speaker yet, but it'll be someone of local prominence. We'll elect, we're electing somebody into the Saratoga Springs History Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. And in, no, in November, we will have um, uh, Warren Dart, who is... Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so he's going to be doing a, a lecture on Clarence Dart in the Tuskegee Airmen. I think that's November 15th, if I remember correctly, but... It'll be, it's on our website. Now, the, I, I may have misheard you. Did you say someone gets elected into the Saratoga History Museum Hall of Fame? Yes. Yep. So, oh, my God. I did not know that. Yep. We started the, the History Hall of Fame in 2005. Yep. And we don't we don't elect someone every year. Um, it all depends if we have the right person come up that it's ready to go in. Um, and it's folks that have made significant contributions to the um, historical, political, economic, and social um, lifestyle in Saratoga Springs. So right now, I think we've got 29 people in the hall so has it already been chosen who's going to go in or is there a voting process um, is it be with the executive committee that yeah, makes the our, decision yep our board makes the decision the board makes um, the decision. and okay. and folks can submit nominations once somebody's nominated they're they're on that it's like the baseball hall yeah. of fame you're on that for life until you until you never life. make it or you do make it yep they've tried to throw barry bonds out they can't <laughs> do it um, when was the last time someone was elected? Um, last year. We, we elected okay. um, the late Commissioner Skip Scirocco. Okay. And when do you foresee yourself going into the Hall of Fame? Because that's, <laughs> that, that has to happen sometimes. No, I, I don't, I'm not Hall of Fame material. No, I, I'm, I think I'm, you I'm are. Too, I'm too old and grumpy. I think your batting average is right <laughs> up there. You know, you're right around 3,000 hits. So a lot going on. And then you also mentioned um, the murder mystery event that was in December. Yeah, first Friday in December. And that performed very well. Correct. Oh yeah, that's our major fundraiser. Um, and we had a, it's a, one, it's a great play that yes. is written for us. Um, I say the folks that um, did it for us last year are writing it again, a new, a new brand new play. 
um, it's a, we have to we do limit the number of tickets. It's, well, it's challenging it because is. you have to take the three groups around, right, and time it properly. Uh, well, everybody kind of everything is done right in front of your tables oh, here at the is. museum. Okay. Yeah, we had we had talked about bringing everybody through the museum in groups, and right, okay. logistically it was a nightmare. Yeah. So we, they come around to the tables and have and do each of the three acts, and everybody has a chance to interact with the actors. Um, we have a fantastic sponsor, which is Presswick Chase of Saratoga. They're going to be catering Love it. Love Presswick Chase. And, oh, my God, the food that, that they produce is just amazing. That's amazing. amazing. So it's going to be a good dinner. And um, we're we'll, we'll going to be have, have the tickets for sale probably as soon as racing season's over. So a lot going on, yep. a lot going on, a lot of tourists coming, a lot of locals coming, beautiful weather, a beautiful time to get out. Um, Go over your website again, because I'll screw it up. We are real simple, saratogahistory.org. Saratogahistory.org. Yep. You're also on Facebook as well. I love that. Saratoga, mm -hmm. you, the, yep. the person that runs yeah, my. <laughs> He always gets me. He messages me, and I remember yep. the first time I got excited. I thought it was a girl. I thought it was a girl. <laughs> I thought it was Sarah. Hey, this Saratoga wants to go out, hang out. Nope, he got me. He got me good. Yep. So, Jamie. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, this has been incredible. I always get creeped out coming in here, but thankfully staying downstairs, I feel a little safer. And it's exciting to see the activity because this really is such a wonderful experience. And seeing that people are taking the time to, to get out of the house and come here and experience all that the History Museum has to offer is incredible. So thank you for being with us. Thanks so much, Steve. Appreciate and, it. And uh, Jamie, remember, when life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Take two oranges and throw, throw them back at life.